Ruth Heffron did everything right. She built up an IRA big enough for her retirement and enough to leave her daughter nearly half a million dollars. But the U.S. Supreme Court has different ideas, and it's bad for Ruth, her daughter, and you. I'm Brian Ellis. This is episode number 234. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, SDI Nation. Welcome back to Self-Directed Investor Talk, the show where I, your humble host, daily throw myself into the lion's den and proclamation of the gospel of self-directed investing, namely, that you must declare independence from Wall Street and take control of your own capital. Now, before we go much further, can I just remind you guys about Fund & Grow? They're the guys that are just extraordinary when it comes to building cash credit for investors, business people, and others. For anybody with decent credit, their specialty is establishing fifty dollars to $250,000 or more of zero interest credit for you to use on anything you want. Totally unsecured, too. It's really amazing. A great alternative to hard money loans, for example. Check them out if you need capital. I endorse them very proudly. You can reach them at sditalk.com slash credit. sditalk.com slash credit. Okay, let's jump in. To participate in this conversation, reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter at sditalk or by email at feedback at sditalk.com. Folks, Ruth Heffron must be spinning in her grave. She opened an IRA and built it up such that even after using it herself, there was still nearly half a million dollars in there when she passed away. Mrs. Heffron did what many of us would do in that case. She designated her only child, Heidi Heffron Clark, as her beneficiary. For a while, things were fine. Heidi was able to draw uh, off of that account a bit over time, such that she drew it down to a value of about $300,000. But then something unfortunate happened, and Heidi found herself facing some financial difficulty requiring her to declare bankruptcy. Now, if you're wondering why Heidi would declare bankruptcy since she had an IRA worth three hundred grand, well, you're on the right track. When one declares bankruptcy, their assets are basically up for grabs by creditors, and so that $300,000 IRA she inherited from dear old mom would seem to be on the chopping block. Alas, Heidi, or more likely her bankruptcy attorney, knew that there's some very special statutory protection for retirement accounts. With only a few exceptions, IRAs and other retirement accounts are basically outside of the reach of creditors, even in the case of bankruptcy. It's one of the things that makes that type of account truly special, something like a fortress for your financial assets. So armed with this assurance, Heidi Heffron Clark filed for bankruptcy. But then something wholly unexpected happened. Her creditors fought back. They claimed those protections against creditors available to retirement accounts are available only to retirement accounts. And since Heidi had inherited her IRA and had been using it to pay her life expenses, then that account was arguably not a retirement account and thus no longer was entitled to the protections provided by law. And lo and behold, when those creditors made that argument before the U.S. Bankruptcy Court, the court agreed, and Heidi had lost her $300,000 IRA. Then the appeals came. She won some, she lost some, you know the drill, until one day Heidi and the case of her $300,000 IRA land before the U.S. Supreme Court. And when the judgment on that case was handed down, something unusual happened. There was a unanimous decision, and it was against Heidi's claim. Indeed, the U.S. Supreme Court had decided that by virtue of having inherited that account, Heidi's IRA was no longer actually a retirement account, but was essentially a normal financial account available to satisfy the demands of creditors like any other asset. 
Now, let's put aside for a moment whether we agree with the decision. The fact that it was unanimous, which is a rarity at the Supreme Court, suggests that the law is settled, whether we like it or not. But it does raise the question, how can you make sure that your beneficiaries actually receive the money you're leaving for them since this IRA protection is no longer available after inheritance? And respectfully, my friends, don't do yourself the disservice of thinking this isn't relevant for your loved ones. You might have adult children who are extremely well-established financially and who you can't imagine would ever need to declare bankruptcy, but the issue is much broader than that. I submit for your consideration two additional circumstances. Scenario number one, that happens when somebody, anybody, is attacked by an unexpected lawsuit. It could be a car accident that you didn't intend to cause, but that is nevertheless your fault. It could be some unforeseen business problem. No matter, if your beneficiary is targeted by and the victim of a money judgment, then whatever you leave to them in an IRA will be at risk. And scenario number two is the all-too-common instance of divorce. You leave your IRA to your child, and after you've passed on, there's an ugly divorce, and your IRA will be fair game in that proceeding, even though you left it to your child or your grandchild or whoever and not to their spouse. That's just the way it usually works out. So this is a real issue for everyone, not just those of you who have future beneficiaries who are currently showing signs of financial distress. So what do you do? Well, mandatory for everybody is to talk to a competent attorney about this issue. Now, I, of course, recommend the great one, Tim Barry, who you can reach at sditalk.com slash Tim, T-I-M. But no matter who you choose, you must work with an attorney who has very specific expertise in both retirement plan law and in asset protection law because This issue represents a collision of those two complex areas. The solution for most people will be one or both of these strategies. Number one, put a trust between your IRA and your future beneficiaries. Now, I know that Tim Berry is particularly fond of using something called a charitable remainder trust for even greater tax benefits. So maybe I'll I'll have him on the show to discuss that sometime soon. And then strategy number two is to structure the assets inside of your IRA in some sort of asset-protected manner. This is actually a rather ninja-level strategy, but the basic idea is to structure the assets that your IRA owns such that they are very very valuable to you, but practically worthless to anybody else. Yeah, this can be done. And there again, I think I'll have Tim come on and talk with me someday about how to make this happen. There is one bit of good news, though. Since the Supreme Court ruling came down, several states have begun implementing specific protections for inherited IRAs. That's not as good as protection by federal law, but it's certainly a formidable barrier between the IRA you've worked so hard to build and the creditors who would like to take it from you or your loved ones. That's all I've got for you, except this. Please tell your friends about this show. There are several ways to listen, on radio via the Wall Street Business Network, on iTunes, or, of course, at sditalk.com. I'd really appreciate it. And my friends, invest wisely today and live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 